Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Front desk girl's in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. What a sound bite. (laughs) All right. Are we ready to rock? Yeah, as long as we leave that in. Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the te- Star- the uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to a brand new episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Oh, the upper left. And actually, he's back in the upper left. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> Not much, man. I'm just feeling bad for that front desk girl. Uh, I'm, I'm good. And for everyone who listens to this podcast, who for years has been like, you know what? Cobb's got soft hands. He's a put. I ended up putting an angle grinder through my thumb. So now I'm an official badass. What's up, boys? But an idiot. <laughs> all right. Back there, down there in the bottom square. Get the studio all set up and tell us the inner workings of his gym. Matt, comma, producer, MCTV. What's up, Matt? Man, it's, it's good to see you guys. Um, um, I have two episodes left in Obliterated on Netflix. That show's awesome. And uh, yeah, just watched one before this. So I'm a little bit like distracted by Obliterated. It's just the coolest show. Have either of you guys seen it? Never no, even heard of it. it. Okay. It's new. Um, it's like some secret agent task force you know being badasses but they're like in vegas and they all do a bunch of drugs and then they have to do the mission still so it's just kind of a action comedy um over the top show that i think our audience would really enjoy Oh, I might Sounds watch like our episode. kind of tax force boys. Yeah, I might I might watch the episode after we're done here tonight. Oh, you'll love it, dude. The first episode, I was like, dude, I'm so I'm all the way in on the trailer. I was like, did they make this for me? Is this AI just like creating custom content because they know what is going on in my brain? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So check out Obliterated on Netflix. Good to see you, boys. Uh, we were not here last week. I canceled the podcast on Tuesday after work because I was feeling a little under the weather. Turns out I got goddamn COVID. <laughs> so Patient zero. Right. For Wednesday sucked. And then I did uh, the men's room from home on Thursday and Friday. But the point of bringing that up is we were not here last week. So officially on the podcast. Happy birthday, Matt. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah turn 37. Yeah. Thanks. 37 is a weird one. You feel... I mean, every year is the closest to 40 I've ever been, but like 37's like th- that's t- mid 30s is a stretch at 37. You're still mid 30s. 38 makes you late 30s. Okay. But I will tell you this. I used to find it funny when like old people were like, how old am I? And now that I'm about to turn 43, like I do it sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> ah, that guy's 40, whatever. And I'm like, oh. Damn it. Wait a minute. I'm about to be 43. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. It seems like after 40 or like I, my cousin's birthday is the same as yours. I texted him and then was like, he's like, ah, I'm getting older to 50. And I'm like, how old are you? Cause I feel like after like, like 35 or 40, like all the ages kind of mixed together. Like, I, you know, people that are younger than you, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, I know my cousin's older than I am, but I'm like, how old is he? Yeah. yeah. It does start merging together. Yeah. Honestly, the other day I was in a sauna and there was a bunch of people in there talking about they went to the same high school as me. I didn't jump in. I was just like, okay. And they're chatting. They're like, oh, yeah, da, 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 da. I kind of know you. What, what year did you graduate? 2019. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I graduated 2005. Real happy I didn't jump into that convo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been a minute. I, I mean, dude, think about it. Like, <laughs> I graduated last century. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah, the, the inclination is like, oh, yeah, like, do you guys have any siblings, whatever? And I was just like, just be chill, dude. I think they're younger than you. But I thought they were like maybe late 20s. No, no, no. <laughs> Those Babies. are young bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. When uh, do I exactly. become an old head, Ted? I mean, I think some of your rap taste would already make you an old head. It's really just a style of talking. Okay. <laughs> so if you're just like, don't like this new stuff. There's no real uh, lyricist anymore. Like in the rap world, that makes you an old head. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like for a lot of people, when uh, when SoundCloud rap was going off, they switched over to being old heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was like a two or three year period there where a lot of the rap was just garbage. I feel like now there's you know some stuff's coming back, but it's just a different sound. And the older you get, I mean, it's just the truth. It's just harder to listen to new stuff. Like I try to make myself listen to new stuff, but yeah, like I don't know. Like I saw a good interview with uh, Little Wayne. Because right, Andre 3000 released that whole album of him just playing a flute. Yeah. And he was like, I don't really want to rap anymore. Like, what am I going to rap about? Like getting a, a, a colonoscopy or whatever. And then little Wayne, who I'm pretty sure is like 40, right? He's got to be in his 40s. Probably. I, yeah. I saw him and he was like, he's like, man, you got to stay active and you got to like new stuff. And they were like, oh, you mean like mumble rap and he's like no man that's music he's like i'm not gonna call it anything other than music and he's like you look at the charts like them dudes is up there and he's like so i he's like i change my style all the time i was like huh i'm not the biggest little wayne fan but i really like that answer dude and he i'm with you i I like some of his songs he did have a very prolific little era where he was like on every track putting out a ton of music for like a couple years yeah oh yeah well when i first moved out here like oh five oh six like rap had moved to the south right yeah. you had like mike jones and all that chopped and screwed stuff coming out of houston paul wall and then like you're right little wayne was on everything it was like new orleans atlanta it was like the whole south was just on fire yeah to a one three three yo oh that was let's... a funny era where's nelly from is he a south guy too st louis from the lou st louis yeah so that's like yeah i feel like that was heading into that era he was like late to early 2000s late 99 yeah early 2000s i just saw nelly performing at halftime this saturday was it the big 12 championship game either way like i was like man nelly just killed that performance <laughs> now I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm in my 40s and i was like this is good like i forgot how much i liked ei dude yeah ted when we went to the ut game i forgot to look it up but they always have a big artist play on the LBJ lawn, which is like just around the corner from where we went in. And um, yeah, we saw Nelly there one time. Free concert. It's just free concerts before the UT home games. Sick. That is awesome. And he still got it. He was bringing energy out there. Yeah. And he just uh, got Ashanti pregnant. Wow. What? <laughs> I got all the Nelly news. <laughs> Dude, you I I would love to see your search history. Like I don't know what publications the cross section of the things you know and the things you don't know is fascinating to me. I'm just like, all right, so like what what four sources does this guy have? And I feel like your Twitter feed has got to be all over the place too. It's impressive. Oh, it is. When I first started on Twitter, somebody smarter than I was was like, you got to follow both. Like even people you don't like or politicians you don't like, you got to know what's going on. So my feed is pretty. I try to keep it as about as balanced as I can. That might say you're a modern day renaissance, renaissance man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I always forget about all the fun facts I have. So even my mom, when she was out here, was like, you know, a lot of random stuff. <laughs> She's like, it's good. Like, I just where do you learn all this stuff? I go simple. If I don't know something, I go, uh, hang on. Can you explain that to me? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Dude, it's good to be asking questions and learning, man. It takes it takes some uh humility. Is that our humility? Um, humility. I like but, that uh, humility. <laughs> little little humility, little southern humility. But uh yeah, I feel like you end up way further ahead over the long term. Yeah. And I don't think that, like I I tell people all the time like ask questions. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, what are you supposed to know? Everything, you know? Right. Uh, now, speaking of humble brags, Mr. Cobb and I, I'm contending. We're some of the only people in the country that have done this this year. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. Tell them. Get them. We, we did not go to the Washington, Oregon game together, but I saw two different Husky home games this year. I saw the California game and I saw the Utah game. And when I was in Texas, we saw Texas play Kansas State. I Meaning, Mr. Cobb and I have seen two of the four playoff teams in person. Let's go. That's- Honestly, feels good. And like, yeah, getting to see Oregon in person this year, too. They were a specimen. I mean, now Texas and UW are playing each other. 
Ted, I'm curious to hear your take, man. Like, who are you pulling for in that game? Obviously, you went to Austin. Now you're kind of an Austin guy. But, you know, you live in the shadow of the UW Stadium. Where are we at? Look, look, if they were playing anybody besides UW or Maryland, you know me, hook them. (laughs) (laughs) But they're playing University of Washington, so it's got to be bow down in this house. I don't know, man. When they were playing Oklahoma, I heard a lot of Boomer Sooner called out from you, but only towards like attractive blonde women in Sooner gear. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing, too, is like, I don't. Are you just a mercenary, dude? (laughs) For college football? Yeah, because I'm going to I never post on Instagram. I'm going to post pictures of us in Texas, me at a Husky game, F1. But like, I've got to put in there, like, keep in mind, I'm a college football whore because it's like Washington is playing <laughs> Texas in the Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day. And it's like, oh, here's me in both gear. Yeah. Yeah. Full both gear. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have some good ones from the Texas game if I didn't send them to you. So whenever you're ready to make that, just let me know. I'll, I'll send them all over your way. Actually, I got a bunch of them in there. Do you mind if I post a picture that has me, you and uh, GD and, and the girl? No, I don't mind at all. All right, cool. <laughs> which i don't we're not gonna tell the story but the gd thing is so funny <laughs> i know he loves you man he almost hit you up actually for the most recent uw game oh no kidding he was like that guy was made for tailgating i was like you're not wrong ted smith is built for tailgating <laughs> matt did you pay attention to any of the college football playoff craziness over the weekend I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit shocked at the FSU thing. Um, I didn't watch the games. I, I had a busy weekend for the birthday, um, but I, you know, kept up with it. And then, you know, when Florida State didn't get in, I was just kind of that blew my mind with. But yeah, I mean, I was kind of going into that day, like hoping for the most chaotic outcome with UW winning because the most chaotic outcome would have been Oregon beating UW and then you have those two with the same record but like Georgia losing to Alabama and then FSU staying undefeated and still missing it like I don't know I'm here for the drama I love it like I'm shocked by it but like it's a big thought I'm highly entertained yeah like look I love college football there is nothing more messed up and weird than college football (laughs) like I talk about it all the time like all these crazy conferences now, like it's so dirty and it's the worst, but I love it. But yeah, Florida State, first of all, why when they expanded the playoff, right? There's the power five conferences, but your playoff only has four spots. So already it's like, okay, well, this isn't, obviously this isn't going to work because if you have, you could have five undefeated teams that are conference champs. Yeah. Yeah. So Florida State has a giant argument, but their quarterback got hurt. And I mean, they, they just, they looked awful. Yeah, I don't think they could beat any of the teams that are in the top four. No, I, I don't. They're not beating Washington. They're not beating Michigan. I don't see them beating Texas. They're certainly not going to beat Alabama. So it's like, all right. And then you have Georgia, who's with the number one team back to back titles. They lose one game by three points. And now they're on the outside looking in. But it was like, yeah, and one SEC put- game against Alabama, too. What's that? I said one SEC game against Alabama, too, which is right. Like- but once you put Bama in, it's like, well, you got to put Texas in because Texas beat Alabama. But then you go back to FSU crowd and be like, well, we beat LSU in like the first or second week of the year. Doesn't that count for something? So, I mean, it it was just chaotic. The main thing is for the Huskies, like, I they dominated Oregon. Like, that score was closer than it looked. Like, Washington just handled their business and, like, Washington looked good. Now, explain that team. I can't. Like, how do they have so many close games? Like, I don't know. They just keep winning. I think they're going to beat Texas in a wild shootout. I think that Sugar Bowl is going to be awesome. Yeah, go dogs. It it is going to be a crazy game. And I feel like sometimes UW plays to the level of the team they're playing against. But when they played Oregon the first time, I mean, one, I just said that so I could drop. I was there. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) although I think I told the story on the podcast, we didn't actually have seats. I told that, right? Yeah, the dude yeah. just got you yeah, in. Yeah. Just like beasted us into the stadium. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like Oregon, they you barely squeaked by Oregon. I mean, Oregon was controlling the ball, just dominating basically the whole game and then missed a kick for UW to win. I mean, that was like, you can't squeak by 
more than that. And that quarterback and running back combo, I mean, they were just having their way with UW. So for UW to come back and beat them soundly was huge. But it's like, I don't know. I think UW, they've had some games this year where they haven't looked very good, but I feel like they just play the level of whoever they're playing. I, I don't know who I would re- like. I don't know who I would have them play in the college playoffs to give them the best odds, but Ted, do you think they can go all the way? I do. I really do. Let's like, go. Like, wow. We I thought you were going to say no. No, I, I really think they can beat Texas. I think it's going to be a wild shootout. And the storylines are great, right? First of all, Washington's undefeated. Texas is Texas. Their only loss is to Oklahoma in a rivalry game. And then you have Sark, who's coaching at Texas, who used to coach here. Yep. Uh, like there's just there's just good storylines, and neither of those teams play the best defense in the world. So yeah, I'm it's like, gonna be a track meet. Yeah, like remember, like after the text, after we took our little uh, daytime naps, and then we were watching that SC Washington game, and it was just like score, score, score. I, I think crazy. that's what that Sugar Bowl is gonna be. Oh, dude, that'd be so fun. So who do you want if UW wins? Who do you want? Because you said they're capable of a national title. Who do you like them against, Alabama or Michigan? Uh, I don't know about that. I one. know. Well, I know. The thing That's is, what I'm saying. Like, ooh. Right. And like ooh. Michigan's defense is unreal. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Their running game is unreal. But it'll be interesting to see when they play Bama. Like, who knows? You know? And, and that's also that's the fun part about college football. It's like we really don't know. Let's see these conferences versus each other. I mean, look, in a perfect world, UW just goes out there and spanks Texas by 14 and then just like beats Michigan or, or Alabama. Here's another question. Do the Huskies get a parade if they win a natty? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got it. It's been so long. I mean, yeah, it's been so long since they're even in the Rose Bowl. Like you got to throw a parade. And last year in the pack two now but pack 12 pack 10 whatever you want to call it um yeah i feel like you got to throw a parade i think what i'd like to see is a nail biter alabama michigan where michigan just drains all the steam out of alabama but alabama just barely wins i mean alabama's got a lot of big game experience is the only downside and then you know texas found a way to beat alabama so maybe uw just sneaks by if they're out of gas yeah, and I don't look, know though. Here's the thing too, and I know people. A lot of people always say like it shouldn't matter who you're playing. Like you gotta. It's like you can say that stuff, but all three of us know when you're sitting in that locker room and you're U Dub, you're in the championship game. Like it's it gets in your mind a little bit. Like oh, shit, we're going to play Alabama today. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but Michigan's got superstars. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Both teams seem very difficult to beat. Yeah, maybe I like us better against Michigan. I don't know. Both have a lot of weapons, you know, <laughs> tough to say, but I'm with you, dude. Let's get a natty. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I just think it would be awesome. 15 and oh. 0. I'm just like, I don't know. If you're if you're a Huskies fan, it's like you you gotta go to that game. Like go to the sugar. I wish they had played Michigan in the Rose Bowl. That would have been dope. Like a classic Rose Bowl, Big Ten, mm. Pac twelve. That would be but, cool. But who cares? Well, go to, go yeah, to New but, Orleans, drink hurricanes, and uh, I don't know, make fun of people from Texas. <laughs> Dude, there's going to be a lot. That's almost a home game for Texas. There's going to be a lot of Texas fans in that stadium. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Orleans, <laughs> right? Like when New Orleans flooded after Katrina, they sent a lot of those people to Houston, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like no, no disrespect, but like Washington is a little fancy. I think Seattle people would get eaten alive in New Orleans. That's a that's a different kind of town, different kind of energy. It is. It is. Yeah, because our our my buddy, he was he's a big Husky guy. And he was like, if it's the Rose Bowl, I'm going now. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to go to New Orleans. And I'm like, dude, your team's 13 and 0. there's a good chance you could live till 70 oh, yeah. or 80. You'll never see a 13 and 0 Husky team. I go. Now, look, you taking a solo mission to Pasadena, California for the Rose Bowl is worlds away from a solo mission on Bourbon Street. I was like, you got to be a little more careful. But like, I, th- I still think you should do it. Yeah, I think you should do it, man. Once in a lifetime, you just got to, you know, you're going to have a good time. And you're not going to see a lot of people in UW jerseys, but the people you see are going to love you. Like you will make some lifelong friends for sure. Yeah, like years ago, I went to see Maryland play Oregon State in the Emerald Nut Bowl. Down in San Francisco. (laughs) 
But even that was like a meaningless bowl game. But when you're in San Francisco, you see other people at Terps gear. It's like, fuck, yeah, go Terps. Like, it's it's a oh, different bet. atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. You're just like, let's go. Oh, dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I feel like that's the fun. of You've, you've gotten me into, like, the fun side of college football. I feel like I'm, like, you know, more or less, like, I, I have, like, seven teams that I'm into now. It doesn't matter. You can root for whoever you want. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but you never expect those two teams to collide in the Sugar Bowl. No, no. And it's also weird as Maryland or uh, Washington and Texas played in what the Alamo Bowl last year. So it's kind of weird. It's oh, like, huh, yeah. Texas again. All right. That that Seattle, Texas, it's that Seattle, Austin connection, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And that's another weird one, right? Like, who does that advantage go to? Like, I don't know if I'm DeBoer. I could look at my locker room and go, look, we already beat these guys last year, like different team. But like, we know what we're doing. I could also be coach shark and be like, we are not losing to these goddamn Huskies again in a bowl game. (laughs) (laughs) Ted, I I like to think that you have nightmares for your coaching a team, because when you talk like that, you sound like it in the locker room, like hitting the board, like pop some pads out there, boys. Goddamn. <laughs> You'd give great press conferences as a college football coach. I'll say that. Oh, it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> have you seen have you seen that old clip of uh Mike Leach when he's coaching at Washington State? I knew you were gonna him, bring up Mike Leach. No, they ask him about on. the mascots fighting. Mm. Oh, it's awesome. No, I haven't. He's just like, well his press conferences were epic. Hey, he's like, oh, well, it's a it's a duck, so that's out. A husky's not gonna do much. He's like, the cougar's smart. <laughs> It hunts and this and that. And then he goes like a 30 second tirade about the sun devil. He's like, does he have magical powers? What kind of devil? Like, what kind <laughs> oh, of yeah. being are you dealing with? <laughs> I retweeted it out. Dude, this I do weekend. remember. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen that club actually. It's like Wildcat, too small. <laughs> yeah, right. You, but you could see him working through his head. Like, who would win this one? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he gave some of the best interviews ever. I mean, you want like the definition or like the photo in the dictionary under the word idiosyncratic. It's Mike Leach. Yeah. And trust me, I I was always a fan of his coaching. But then after Matt sent me that book, Geronimo, and I read that, I'm like, God, I'm obsessed with this dude. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about your Geronimo face, dude. You kept dropping that in like our precast meetings, too. I'm just like, what? what is this guy with Geronimo? (laughs) it's like little parables i'm just like i don't know yeah (laughs) Uh, all right has anybody put up christmas stuff yet uh our tree is up but i did not put it up usually i do our lights in our tree at the at my parents house um but i did not all right it's december 5th i have not put anything up yet i think this weekend i'm gonna go go back old school my place is bigger i got room i'm getting a real tree and put up some lights and stuff. But I feel I feel like, you know, it's the first full weekend of October or December. Like, let's put it up. Oh, yeah. Get them up. That's so you My uh, friend put everything up the day after Thanksgiving. All right. See, I respect that. I used to respect always put it. up lights in Belltown. I would always decorate my uh, balcony the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yes. that takes me back, man. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was just super busy this year, so I never did any of it. I had like family in town and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'll just wait till next weekend. It'll be a fun like Saturday's not going to be a great day weather wise. So I'm like, all right, we can hang out, decorate, you know, hang also, out, hang out. also one hilarious piece of history. So um, uh, my friend was Ted's neighbor at that condo, which is how we met. But Ted's Ted's place like inexplicably was about 25% kitchen Island. Correct. 25% of the square footage in the apartment was a granite kitchen Island. Now think seriously about that number. Like it may have been 20%, but it was a significant portion portion of that apartment was just kitchen Island. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. (laughs) It's like, Oh, it looked a lot smaller in the magazine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that thing dominated dude <laughs> i know there was never like you couldn't put in like another like i had a coffee table on a couch but, like you couldn't put in like another table to eat on it's like you either oh, no. eat on the couch or you'd sit up in the one chair at the bar and eat <laughs> yeah dude you like a little spliff rolling chair thing that was awesome <laughs> that was a great that was a great apartment i love that spot like matt 
one year on Christmas Eve, like everybody's kind of left. It's getting it's late. It's like 11 or something. And we're out on one of the balconies overlooking Elliott Bay, like on the backside of the building. And we're like smoking a joint or something. And this annoying woman from the building, it was a condo building. And she she was like, you know, a lot of smoke out here, but like started like giving us the business. I just turned around. I was like, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> shout like, it satan right like just chill out come off it you old bag <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the best part was i found out later she lived in one of the places that overlooked that balcony and would like chain smoke cigarettes and then because uh. she called somebody else out for smoking up there and then they were like they went to the board and were like she's smoking cigarettes on hers and like nice. got her in trouble i was like good yeah what a b dude what a b I know my buddy, he's the president <laughs> of his condo buildings, HOA. And like his one neighbor's always complaining and this and that. And I'm like, the renter? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, just tell her to shut the f up. Like, <laughs> no offense, but like if I had an issue in that condo, like I had to call, I had to call Keith, who owned it. Like, I couldn't yeah. just go to the HOA and be like, I need this fixed. They'd be like, We we don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> You're not a homeowner. This is the homeowners association. Yeah, good point. You're a home <laughs> renter. You can start your own associations. <laughs> Somebody else is like, ah, oh, the windows in my place need replacement. It's like, yeah, okay. It's not an apartment building. You bought this condo. This is your home. Yeah. <laughs> you need to shell out the money and get those windows replaced. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what do you want us to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Right. That's the huge, you know, that's the one advantage when you live in apartment buildings. It's like, yeah, they have to fix everything. But it's like, hey, you buy a condo or a house like that's on you, homie. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. see. I did want to mention, too. It's Christmas. I got to order some stuff. Uh, you can always go online. What is it? Cobb's popcorn online. I want to order some popcorn for the season. Um, It's actually you can go to uh, uh com, and then there's a link there to order, which will take you to a to a different site. Or if you want wholesale, buy gourmetpopcorn.com if you need more than 10 bags. <laughs> that's a great domain, isn't it? I'm pumped it about is. that one. But that's just for wholesale stuff. So just go to our go to copspopcorn.com and we'll take care of you. You're right, dude. I don't think I've literally ever well, I guess because we haven't really been selling online, but yeah, pimping it on the podcast. Why not? I'll probably pack your box myself. Yeah, right. I mean, I've pimped Smith Family popcorn enough. So I'm like, all right, they're up and running. Let's let's get people ordering some cops. I if you if people are asking, I can hear you asking already. Personally, I like uh, I like the brown butter and the cheddar. <laughs> so brown butter has been renamed to uh, Grandma's Movie Theater or Grandma's okay. Movie Night Popcorn, um, but same same great flavor, same recipe. Um, that's actually my favorite too. That and the vanilla salted caramel. I'm not a signature salt blend guy. Uh, the cheddar is actually really good, but I don't eat a ton of cheddar. And kettle corn also killer. Oh, and gingerbread caramel for Christmas. Duh. Yeah, caramel corn is good. I just, between knowing you guys and knowing my cousins with Smith's Family Popcorn, like, I feel like caramel corn is just, and maybe just as I got older, that's just my least favorite of the flavored popcorns anymore. Dude, for me, I like it, but we taste every batch um, just to make sure everything's coming out okay. And I just can only do about two handfuls of it. And then I'm like, ah, all right. Like, I'm a little sugared out. So I really enjoy it with the vanilla in there, actually. Um, But yeah, I do a lot more brown butter at the office. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, when I was a kid, like we used to just get those. I think we used to go to the popcorn factory. Like, so we would always have tins of popcorn at Christmas and Easter and this and that. But like as a kid, you're like, can't get enough of that caramel. And then it's like you get older. It's like, ah, I'm with you. Like a couple handfuls. Like, I'm good. Where's the butter? Where's the cheddar? Where's the yeah. some other crazy flavor? Dude, what's the top flavor out of Smith family popcorn? Like your favorite. Uh man, that's a tough one. They were doing a dill pickle for a while. Mm, yeah, dill that was pretty good. Just phenomenal. Their salt and vinegar is pretty good. Uh they have a vegan one. What is that called? Tuscany or Tuscan Bliss. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm on vacation in Italy all of a sudden. <laughs> Migsy likes it because him and his wife are vegans. Tuscany. Uh, Nice. But yeah, there's there's they got a lot of they got a bunch of different flavors. They did birthday cake for a while. But like, I mean, it's Classic. kind of funny now that you own a popcorn shop because there was years on Christmas Eve. Where I'd be like, I don't know, man, my cousins are messing around. Try this popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I got a tin of the Smith family popcorn for my birthday. What'd with, you get? Um, Chicago, which is cheddar and caramel mixed. And then yep. there's a white cheddar jalapeno that's really good. And then I don't think it's called cinnamon toast crunch. Um, yeah, as they can't call it that, but it yeah, tastes like it. Yeah, but it tastes like it. That one's awesome, too. I was wondering the same thing. Did they call it Chicago? Oh, yeah. Wow. Also, there was a huge lawsuit over that in uh, in Chicago. Actually, what's the state north of Illinois? Is that Minnesota? Mm. There's a there's a popcorn shop there, a small chain of four that owns the term Chicago mix. And them and Garrett's popcorn got into like a big, pretty crazy lawsuit. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, which is funny because like I've been to events where it's not Garrett's, but they call it the Chicago mix. So Garrett's doesn't own the term Chicago mix. That was the whole issue. All right. All this right, other random company. But yeah. So anyway, oh. I think they call it Garrett's mix now. And then we just, yeah, we use mix. But and then someone else owns Windy City mix. Like it's actually the, the IP around that is pretty wild. Like, <laughs> people fight like wars over it. But anyway, so we've talked college football. Holidays, food. There's only one thing left to talk about. Attractive women. <laughs> that sounds like attractive women are weed, dude. There's not really a lot. <laughs> it's going to go one way or the other. Did nice. you see Who that you picture? <laughs> did you see that picture today of, as they're calling her now, Hillary Buff? Wait, we did. Oh. We did talk attractive women. Your opening line oh, about yeah. the uh, front desk girl. <laughs> Man, there's um, a Hillary, Buff, Hillary Duff yeah. in the gym. Just like, oh. And then when I was in Vegas, our other friend Nick was explaining to me, he's a big CrossFit guy, and we were like pointing out girls. I was like, I think that's a fake butt. And he's like, yeah, man, let me explain it to you. And he's like breaking down the muscles in your legs and how they connect to your butt and this and that. And he's like, see, look how skinny her legs are. Like that butt doesn't match. You know, that's fake. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because it's like all the she CrossFit the work. They have asses now, but they don't like I I don't mind, but their legs are a little thicker too, like muscular. So it's like gotta, right, gotta put in a, the work. Right, to have a butt like that, like you've got to you gotta literally put it in like you just said, you gotta put in the work. Can't put it look, putting in the time's not enough. You gotta put in the work. Exactly. See, dude, college football coaching your dreams. <laughs> Boys, we've been putting in the time. We gotta put in the work. Or no, you're like, look, the other guys, they put in the time. We put in the work. <laughs> exactly. Like, look, you can go stand around a gym and fuck off on your phone for an hour. That's not a workout. <laughs> where, uh, where are you boys at on fake asses? I mean, probably the same way I am with fake boobs. It's like, you know, like, uh, what do you prefer? And it's like, I don't know. Is she hot? Can I see them? I probably don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't feel that fake when it was all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just waiting for the, all these sound bites to resurface like 20 years from now in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, no politics for us, boys. No, nope. look, yeah. I'll be dead honest. Sometimes when I watch porn, I will, I will go back and forth between like big blue box, big boob blocks and natural big boob blocks. <laughs> so <depends laughs> in the mood for that day. That's fair, man. You know, get a, get a little bit of each. Yeah, I feel like uh, the only thing I don't like is the old um, the old implants where they used to just like the 90s implants where they're oh. just like just filled to the absolute brim. Like those things got a little crazy. But those like things, now. Go ahead. Those things have aged poorly by now. I feel oh, like I. Yeah. I feel Even like for time. nostalgia's sake, because that was like early puberty, like late 90s. Mm -hmm. I would I would love to see a fresh pair uh of 90s implants just to bring me back mm. yeah there is I've, dude there is definitely a nostalgia factor for for horniness i feel like i like a little bit more proportional and they kind of like leave some room so there's some silicone in there but there's also like some room for it to move it looks a little more natural for me yeah you're right but i'm with matt too <laughs> Like, some big old okay. bolt-ons. Yes. <laughs> She's like 50, <laughs> still wearing fishnets. Like, oh, it's sexy, man. I like Ted. it. <laughs> uh, Ted, I mean, the classic line, dude, I bring it up every year. But when I was like, one time, Ted and I were having this nice, like, sentimental talk about our lives. I'm like, oh, it's late at night. I'm like, Ted, who do you think you'll end up with, man? And he's like, oh, probably just some 
banged out party chick. <laughs> right. It's like such a ridiculous dream. Uh, She's still the party chick. She's just a little older. <laughs> a little older, a little wiser, taking some damage, you know? Right. It's like being Live like, I'm going to buy a it. rental car. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, you can buy cars from Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, all right, let's take a break here. We'll come back with some emails. What's Matt in the cop topic? All right, welcome back. Thank you to all our sponsors and to all you girls doing squats. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> It doesn't even miss a beat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> In the- <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, just running through a Rolodex of butts in my head now. I'm like, gosh, she had a great butt. She was a big CrossFitter. CrossFit's wow. an amazing thing for the woman, the white woman's butt. Oh, yeah. That and track and field. Oh, yeah. Track and field always has some. You guys remember when we had that, that uh, challenge? Um, inspired by Seinfeld, where we tried to not masturbate for a month, and then yeah, that that squat chick got me at the gym. I was just like, I <laughs> what's that squat chick? What do you mean? It's just this girl at the twenty four hour fitness I used to go to. Just like, and these, I still remember them, dude. These blue b- booty shorts, just like doing squats, like right in front of me. I was like, this competition sucks. I don't care. It's ending <laughs> it, as soon as this workout. I'm not going to let it cut my workout short, but it's over. <laughs> wow. Just went and just cranked down. Gosh. We yeah. did. When I lived uh, in Towson with a couple buddies, we had a roommate challenge. And there was a bunch of stuff, but part of it was no masturbating. And then uh, I went to Vegas for the first time and I came home. I had all those little cards. And I was like, sorry, boys, I didn't make it past those little free porn cards in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, is that the same time? Is that the same trip that you uh, like went to the strip club and basically had to like plead your way to leave because you didn't have any money? Yes, correct. Same tri- <laughs> <laughs> Only Ted Smith, dude. <laughs> Only Ted Smith just spent. What was your bill? Like a grand or something like that? It was something crazy. I can't even. I mean, it was everything I had. She was so nice. Like, all right, well, we can hang out a little bit longer. And she's like, it's, it's already too late. I don't have anything to do. Like, she's telling me about all these people that give her gifts and everything. And I was like, like, I get it now. But at 21, I had no idea. Like, people just give you gifts. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I think she would said something like, look at me. Like, I was like, Ah, yeah, sure. All right, whatever. And then, yeah, the sun was coming up. She's like, here's $20. Go talk to the main bouncer. He will get you a limo that'll take you back. Tip the limo driver in this $20 I gave you. I was like, okay. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, and the worst part of that story is I get out of the limo. We're staying at the Paris. But now it's like 8 or 9 a.m. Oh, there is families and stuff. And yeah. I get out of this limo smoking a cigarette, drinking a bottle of beer, like, just like button up shirts all untucked, just like, oh my God. Those there's probably like, look at this idiot. No, don't be ashamed of yourself, Ted Smith. They stepped into the fire. They brought their family of four to Las Vegas, dude. Don't let degenerates like us feel shame in that moment. That was your moment to shine. Not in Vegas, I, Ted. Yeah, not dude, in I Vegas, remember, dude. Disney maybe. Sto- don't bring that to Vegas. Yeah, one of my favorite stories living in Belltown is one morning. I'm like walking, I don't know what it's like. You know, it's like nine or ten a.m. Right, so it's not like super early. So I'm probably going to get a coffee or something. This dude just comes strutting across the street with a blow up doll under one arm and an open eighteener, and like his ties down like this and that. And I just kind of look at him. He put his head down. And I'm like, no, no, you look like you've had a hell of a night. Like I'm jealous. And he's like, oh fuck yeah, man, you want a beer? And I'm like, ah, I'm good, but yeah, not that jealous, but nice. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I don't mind throwing the lifestyle in people's face occasionally. They want to bring their children to Vegas. That's fine. But they're going to deal with the consequences. <laughs> they call us Sin City for a reason. Yeah, exactly. I'm not compromising uh, who I am out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ted, I respect that, man. Nice work. Uh, Mr. Cobb, do we have some emails? Yeah, we got a couple of them. All right. All First right. of all, great subject line. USA. 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 And I see two attachments. 
I have no idea what this is. Hi, boys. Recently returned from my West Coast honeymoon road trip, and I just wanted to say what a freaking country you boys have. Never in my life have I been to a place blessed with more natural beauty mixed with cities full of culture and excitement, not to mention the most friendly and welcoming people. I rarely was able to go into a bar without getting chatting with some locals. This was typified by the Ted Smith rallying from what looked like a killer hangover to take me and my wife to the Hawk's tailgate with his mates who are a great bunch of people. I'm very grateful to all of you. Cobb, your popcorn lived up to all expectations, even with the Pike Place market prices. Fair enough. It's like, you can always just tell them you're a listener, man. They'll hook you up with a deal. One of our employees lists. Um, plans are uh, already in motion to return to the World Cup to watch... Uh, Three Lions bring football home. Cheers, boys. Harvey, the English doctor. P.S. Two photos attached to emphasize the range America has. Within 24 hours, going from bald eagle watching at Lake Crescent to being steaming drunk at Lumen Field. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I respect you. I was glad to meet you. Thanks to you and your uh, new wife for bringing the donuts. But uh, bad news for you, mate. It's not coming home. Wow. Oh, I'll tell you what, Arsenal had a thrilling win today at Luton Town. I don't know if you saw Luton Town just got in the Premier League. They play in a tiny little stadium. It's 3-3, like extra time. Arsenal scores scores a goal to win, and like their fans are just like pouring out onto the field. It's like the little barriers can't even contain them. Oh my God. Yeah, How many people do you think the stadium holds? Oh, dude, I'm going to look it up because, I mean, it's literally built into a freaking neighborhood like I'm sh- like that's that's one of the best things about relegation and promotion is just that you have to go play at their stadiums, too. Yeah. Kenilworth Road doesn't even yeah. say how many people it holds. Wow. Um, occupant, maybe. Nope. Uh, Wow. Oh, oh, capacity's 11.5. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Average home attendance, 5,688. <laughs> Jesus. It opened in 1905. Oh, my God. The Bobbers. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and keep in mind, uh, what's it? Uh, Sunderland or Sun- Sunderland? Yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland. Right? Like, they were in the Prem forever. What do they have? The Stadium of Light or something? They have, like, a state-of-the-art 80,000-plus stadium. And they're I'm not even sure if they're in the championship. They might be down in the third division now. So it's like, it goes both ways. Dude, I love that. You're right. It's like your neighborhood club is just rising the ranks. Dude, so this stadium uh, is called Kenilworth Road. The nicknames, the Kenny and the old girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good, dude. British people have the best nicknames for stuff. They do. It's pretty fun. The old girl. And over to the old girl. Catch the game. <laughs> well, it's like I always say, you could do it in baseball if like, you you know, like, but just imagine like, you want to go see the Yankees today? Like, yeah, where are they playing? Like, oh, they're down in Tacoma. Remember, the Mariners got uh, demoted. And yeah. the, the, the Rainiers are now in the top flight of American baseball. Like. Yeah, let's go to Cheney Stadium and watch the Yankees play. Exactly. Like, you want to go watch <laughs> Angels Aqua Sox? <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. The old girl. <laughs> uh, Matt, I feel like that girl doing squats is sort of the old girl to you. You know? Oh, Just man. Remember her fondly? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's seared in my memory, man. Like, <laughs> Most most memories like that are like middle school and high school and like a little bit after that one. I mean, I was in my mid 20s by that point. And it's like, yeah, it's crazy. The amount of like puberty hormones that must have just been pumping through my my veins by that point of however long I made it. I mean, I made it a few weeks into the challenge. So you're telling me that ass was not fake. No, it was hard earned. (laughs) Greatly appreciated. And when our buddy was explaining to me in Vegas, and we're keep in mind, it's like 2 a.m. We're just standing in the middle of the wind, like people watching, like having a couple of drinks. When he was explaining how the muscles, this and that, and how you can tell the butts, like while it was scientific, it was also getting me hyped up. Like, God damn, we got to find some ass. <laughs> <laughs> we got to appreciate these ladies. 
<laughs> Dude, I also, God, I wish, Matt, I wish that girl, like, obviously you're not going to approach her and tell her that, but I feel like if she were to learn that via like an anonymous note or something, like she's like, yeah, you broke this man who was 21 days into a no faff challenge when you were doing squats. Cause like, she doesn't even know that exists. She doesn't even know that she has this magic that she's affected people that we're still talking about it on a podcast years later. It's like, I wish, you know, obviously you can't slip her note, but I wish there was like a way, like when she gets to heaven or whatever, it's like, Hey, by the way, here's some things you did to people. One, this guy completely off the rails. Her he gave it all up for bulk. you. And she's like, what was I wearing? Like those blue shorts. She's like, oh, yeah, those were dangerous. You know, like, <laughs> well, like that's she might be. Too, yeah. The workout gear has gotten a lot more attractive. Voice. Voice. <laughs> it's it's retard. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like one of those pants that the like answer. they're like tights, but they kind of bunch up right. Well, they got magnets the in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm trying to get my lift here. Like, <laughs> boys, I've always said it this way. So, Chip Wilson uh, is this guy who he, he's invented Lululemon. And uh, I've heard him in a couple of interviews. And I'm like, gosh, this guy just really doesn't sound that sharp or that sophisticated. I'm like, how is he, like, how is he just killing it this hard? I'm like, he seems just kind of like almost like below average, like normal guy. And then you just see that ass walk by and you're like, God, that guy deserves to be a billionaire, doesn't he? What's that? Yeah. We got one, one more, more there. Um, Matt sidetracked me. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Damn it, Matt. <laughs> um, uh, favorite birds. Spotted sandpiper and brown pelican. Reasons. Both of these birds remind me of the cold, gray Pacific Northwest that I love and miss dearly. Nothing more relaxing to me than sitting barefoot on the beach, feet buried in the sand, and watching these two live their lives. I even came up with a clumsy, oh, I'm going to butcher this word, ornithological metaphor for the greatest podcast in all the land. All the based land. On all the, the land. Based on the laziest of Wikipedia research. Spotted sandpiper, Cobb, always moving with the crew and avoiding those waves, digging for treasures and eating well. Relevant wiki quote, as they forage, they can be recognized by their constant nodding and teetering. Brown Pelican, MCTP, just hanging out uh, way out there, gliding along and occasionally coming down to rest with the crew. Rides the waves with few worries and lives that life. Relevant quote, while usually restricted to coastal regions, brown pelicans occasionally wander inland, and there are records of vagrant individuals across much of the interior of North America. The Ted Smith. The Ted Smith. Ted is Ted is Ted. Not a bird, probably. King of Costco, who's benevolent to his subjects, loved and adored by all, especially single ladies in airports. Relevant quote, redacted by request of Players Ball LLC. As always, love you guys. <laughs> and thank you for the content. Ross W., Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> I love it, Ross. That was, that was really good. good. That was pretty good, man. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, let's check in with what's Matt. Hey, what's good? Before we get to what's happening, hey, what's good? What's mad? Check out what's mad. Hey, what's good? What's mad? Uh, before we get to what's happening, hey, what's good? What's mad? Check out what's happening. Okay, Friday night. It was. I mean, it was my birthday weekend all weekend, so we just kind of like lived it up. Friday night, we went downtown to Palm Springs. Went to the 420 bank. Um, they sold us a bunch of infused blunts that were like, nice. yeah, they were like 1.25 grams per or something. And like the, the double infused with the key and the hash on the outside. And that really set a tone. Um, and then eventually we made our way to some Mexican food at this spot. Uh, maracas which is preferable to las casuelas in my opinion um but there's two las casuelas and maybe the original one could go toe-to-toe with maracas but they're right there um and then what else do we do i mean those blunts dude those really I, just the way you're talking about them, like oh if it throws matt off his game a little bit i gotta try one of these they were called the black mambas and they lived up right. to the name uh, all right. 
And then I also had a 20 gram soda or 20 milligram soda there. So like by the time we got to Maracas, I was so ready for those chips and salsas and a large soda. <laughs> lover. I mean, it was glorious. Oh, Christmas shopping, which was mostly Tyler doing Christmas shopping. I might have gotten something for someone. I don't think so. I was really high Friday night. <laughs> the main gist of that story shout out to the black mamba saturday was Obi. yeah saturday <laughs> was my actual birthday <laughs> and uh i had work in the morning i had a class it went well had some people show up um some of them uh got gave me a card with uh with 100 in it which is pretty nice. nice and then um we went golfing Tyler and I did, uh, um, and we walked. So I just love walking the course. Um, we had a lot of fun, and we were still catching the people in front of us. Like, walking doesn't slow the pace down as much as people think it does, and we were, like, on the people's ass in front of us and waiting at tee boxes and stuff, which, like, usually I hate that, but when I'm doing it walking, there's just this sense of, like, I'm slowing myself down as much as possible. Like, it's fine um played all right had some good shots i was really impressed with tyler because she hadn't played in a while and uh yeah she crushed it so that was a fun fun time then we had to we only played 14 holes because we had to get going and shower and get ready for the firebirds game that night uh we went with carson the lawyer and his girlfriend tanya and got a bunch of food um we got really stoned beforehand and then by the time you know we got there i mean it was it was just a lot of fun uh they were playing the kings affiliate and so they had like kings-esque jerseys like the front looks like the kings logo that i grew up with gretzky playing with and then the back looks like the current kings jerseys on the back and so it kept messing with my head um, but I, I am a Firebirds <laughs> fan over a Range fan for sure. I'm definitely still a Kings fan more than a Kraken fan. I'm growing to like dislike the Kraken a little bit because they keep taking our players and calling them up. And I'm, I'm not like, doing anything with them, so don't. Suck. I know, <laughs> I know. It's like you're not even winning, guys. But uh, yeah. So so it was just interesting, like going through because it was the two farm teams of the two pro teams and there's always been this like debate on how i rank them i would say it it's kings firebirds um one two the firebirds might be able to top the kings they're my rankings um but i was definitely growing to to resent the kraken a little bit as i was like damn dude i miss max i miss joey i miss ty like uh yeah so it was a it was a lot of fun uh that night and then uh Sunday we what did we do? We hiked to the cross and then there's a yin yang past the cross that we found that's like not as crowded, same view. And it's so it's like this big concrete slab with a big yin yang on it. And but like not very many people know about it. So it's kind of a cool like place to chill. Uh, I saw that photo you guys posted. That thing looked sick. Yeah. Perfect for a seance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts exactly um and then yeah we came home and then we hiked down the hill to tommy bahama grill for the second week in a row i mean the tommy bahama grill is like made for palm desert <laughs> i was gonna say tommy bahama already i'm like i bet their grill is a good like chill spot yeah tell yeah. me there's just a bunch of dudes in their mid 40s to mid 50s just drinking light beers and eating like fish yeah yeah dude it's it's exactly <laughs> what you would expect there's one in palm desert there's one in downtown palm springs one of the resorts down the street more just rebranded as a tommy bahama resort um wow. down there on on 111 so yeah i mean this this place is like the tommy bahama market like <laughs> yeah. it's so I just leaned into it, you know. They got a great spaghetti squash bowl with filet mignon on it, and uh, oh, yeah, they give giant soda water. Our waitress was great at keeping it refilled. She kept bringing us more bread and butter, um, and their 
lobster bisque or no it's a crab mm. bisque dude i have to try oh. their crab cakes too ted they, they got some good the cra- crab cakes sound good um but yeah the crab bisque is amazing and so yeah shout out to to all my servers this weekend you did a great job with chips and salsa and bread and butter and soda water and just keeping it stocked none of them even knew it was my birthday they were just on their a game so great weekend did you ask uh mr cobb about the text message you sent me that i sent you about the gift can we talk about the gift somebody got you oh yeah yeah all right, so Cobb, Friday night I'm sitting here and he sends me a text. Somebody got him as a gift it is a master's ball mark. Yeah. What? I don't even know what that means. Like a ball, you know, like when you when you're going to putt, like you you gotta mark your ball. Your oh, like a marker ball. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Matt was like, should I use it to flex on other golfers or should I just hold on to it? I'm like, you gotta use it. <laughs> you, got, you gotta flex on them. When yeah. you say masters, like, is that something they give out to people who attend the masters or to people who play in the masters who attend? I, it's like from the gift shop. Right. But I think I'm pretty sure like master's gear, you can really only get at the masters. Flexing. Oh, yeah. 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 Master's gear Flexing. is like super coveted. Yeah. Every time I see somebody in a hat or something, I'm always like nice gear because <laughs> it's like, all right, you, it's it's a subtle way of saying I've been to it. Yeah. Oh, flex it. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're I just think worried too. you'll get called out and they're like, it's, you went to the Masters. And you're like, I absolutely did not. Is yeah. that a concern? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, as we, your Bubba Watson won it out of the trees. Like, I wasn't there, but, you know, where's your <laughs> Masters ball mark? Sounds like we have two guys that haven't been to the Masters. One of us has a ball mark or the other one doesn't. I know which one I'd rather be. Well, Matt, and do what I do, right? Like, I hate lying. I don't lie. But. And actually, I kind of learned this from Cobb years ago at a festival. But like, I also oh, don't God. I don't ruin it for people. <laughs> so Dad, guy, as you were saying that, I was like, God, that sounds awful. And you're like, I actually picked this up from Cobb. It's like, what? It's like, <laughs> so like if somebody says to you, like, oh, man, I heard you can only get those if you actually go to the masters. But he doesn't ask you directly if you went to the masters. You just confirm it like, yeah. oh, yeah, you can only get this gear if you go. It's like you're not shot. lying, <laughs> but you're letting him believe it. Yeah, it makes it more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, happy birthday again. And then Thank you. Uh, I think it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. By the way, uh, my cousin Patrick called me during the break. He says, hello, boys. Nice. Nice. What's up? Thanks for the Um, popcorn. (laughs) So uh, I should have asked him who wrote the card. (laughs) (laughs) Find out. Text me later, dude. Gotta know. Boys, he's in it right now. Let me tell you. Popcorn (laughs) season is is in full force. Um, (laughs) uh, What was I going to say? Oh, so. so I mentioned in the opening, um, I took a uh, uh, an angle grinder through my thumb this week uh, on accident, obviously, but I chipped off a piece of the bone. Actually, just people who use them will laugh, but I almost like routered out a little like disc sized piece of the tip of my finger, um, like through th- a tip that size of the bone. Anyway, um, so I go to get like a prescription after I'm in the ER and uh, you take a number, right? And so they have the little voice that's like number one, one, three, two, window seven. And it sounds like Squid Games. Um, it sounds exactly <laughs> like Squid Games. So I go press the button and my number comes out six, six, six. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, OK, like not a good sign. And I was like, you know what, though? I was like, this is probably just a coincidence. Right. I, I mean, I did get, you know, I did have a freak accident with a power tool today. But maybe like, you know, maybe nothing's going on. Of course, then they're like, number 666 to window 11. My lucky number. I'm like, oh, God. So I go up and I just put the number against the glass and I go, am I going to hell? And the guy behind the counter is like, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, man. (laughs) He might just start laughing. That's pretty good. I like you played along. <laughs> he was like, I was only going to do it if you brought it up. And I was like, yeah, dude. And it's in like big block letters on this little receipt thing. So we had a good laugh. But anyway, um, 
So uh, just generally, I'm into like, you know, numerology stuff, specifically just 11s. Like if I see 11, 11, I'm like, oh, make a wish, whatever. Like, you know, feels like the day's going my way. So cop topic this week. What's that one superstition that you follow or do without fail? What's that one superstition you follow or do without fail? Email us, email me, literally the word email at thepodcast.com with two E's, and we will very likely read it on the air. I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me is I, I'm pretty hard pressed to ever walk under a ladder mm. unless it's like there's no other way around. Yeah, that's supposed to be bad luck, right? Correct. And I don't, you know, like I, who knows if it is or isn't. And I used to be a lot more superstitious, but that one I pretty much stick to. It's like, ugh, I don't like walking under this ladder. Dude, I don't want to freak you out, but I also don't walk under ladders and come to think of it on the day where I got hurt, I had my drill sitting up on top of the ladder. And so it's a huge ladder. It's like 18 feet. So to move it, I actually had to get under it so I could pick up both sides to keep the top flat. And that's the first time I've been under a ladder in years. And I almost chopped off my thumb. So I think you have a good policy there. Yeah. And I mean, the most dangerous thing I've ever been a part of with a ladder was me, you and your, uh, Co cohort the popcorn shop holding a ladder as somebody climbed up to get a balloon. <laughs> oh, out of a fan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt, there's no it's not like a ladder that has like that springs, you know what I mean? That yeah, like yeah, yeah. rests by itself. It's just we're just holding it and he Jesus. climbed up it. it it's a wooden bookcase stair. ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just held straight up. That was hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> I didn't even think about so I'm looking at Cobb. I'm like that is clearly the most careless thing I've been a part of the ladder. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still pretty, pretty spooked by white lighters. I saw one out in the wild yep. the other day, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Who?" I thought we were past that. This is yeah, society. this is settled. I didn't think that was a superstition. I thought that was just like everyone knows they don't even make them anymore. But I saw one, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like. That one time I got suspended from school because I got caught smoking cigarettes with the white lighter. And then mm -hmm. I heard about the superstition and I swore off them. And then we were on a mountain, Crystal Mountain to be exact, going up one of the small chairlifts to the very top. And we wanted to smoke some weed and I didn't have a lighter. The other guy, all he uh. had was a white lighter. And I was like, you serious, man? Like, I don't do white too? he's like, you want to smoke? And I was like, well, yeah, I, I do. So I used it, broke my wrist on that run. Oh, God. Yeah. And and Matt's not doing this justice. Crystal now has a gondola, but that chair used to take up to the top by the Summit House. Yeah. was. I mean, it, you can hear it in my voice. One of the most frightening things ever done in my life. <laughs> so rickety. Oh, my God. And it that was a good, decent, long ride. Yeah, it was a and long you're, you're one. You're just like, what are we doing? Yeah. And that so I thought I once I got off the chairlift, I thought, oh, wow, the white lighter stuff's BS. Like I'm in the clear. I made it off oh. that scary ass chairlift. <laughs> and then, gosh, yeah, landed wrong and ruptured a ligament. It was a whole thing. White lighter reminds me too. like I won't cheers people if I have an empty drink because I think it's bad luck to cheers with an yeah. empty drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I agree with that. And speaking of drinking ones, actually, I feel like when I'm poured a drink before I have a drink, especially if it's a shot, I'll usually tap it on the bar. And I guess there's a couple of different reasons people do that. I always think of it for like the people who can't be there, sort of like pouring one out. But uh, I know the Irish tap it to get rid of the bad spirits. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. I only do that with shots, though. Yeah. 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 Like some people do it with like almost every drink. They'll like tap it a little bit. But like, yeah, if I get a shot, I'll almost always tap it on something. I feel like I do it with any drink that's going down in one go. So occasionally that'll be like, you know, something bigger, but mostly a shot. Uh, all right. Before we go here, do you guys know the comedian Drewski? No. Black uh, dude. Yeah. All right. He's pretty damn funny. He's pretty prolific. I'll be dead honest with you. I don't know how he's not more popular, but if you're on social media, like I, I mean, look, I found him through black Twitter, but he is awesome. Like great follow. What's he run? Uh, Could have been records, <laughs> right? but he has a new skit out with this dude in Alabama 
where he's just like acting like a crazy white dude, dipping, chugging beers, going to a Bama game. And the the other dude he's with, Willie's kind of a famous, like insane Alabama fan. Uh, it it is just spot on. Like I was I was DMing with somebody the other day. Was, this dude I know, his brother lives in Boston, and he was like, I was like, that one hits way too close to home, man. And I was like, and I used to dip. <laughs> Drewski's super funny. People should look him up. And that that skit with the Alabama fans. I don't give a piss about nothing but Alabama football. Roll tide. <laughs> does he uh does he have blonde hair, like bleach blonde hair? Yeah, he changes it a lot. Kind of a bigger okay. dude. For people who are trying to find him, it took me a second. It's D-R-U-S-K-I. Yeah. Yeah, like he always does live videos and stuff. I saw one the other day, and so just like you're fat, you know, you're fat. Fuck. And like to his credit, he'd even flinch. He was like, "Oh man, I haven't heard that one in forever." Mm, takes me back. <laughs> just like, how did he turn that into a compliment? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, well, awesome. we'll be back. Go ahead, Kyle. No, I just said that's awesome. Yeah. I'll, we'll be back next week. Uh, I, f- I feel like I'm in the clear now. I shouldn't get sick again before Christmas. Uh, other than that, uh, better knock on that wood, boy. <laughs> I know. There you go. Knocking on wood. There's another. Exactly. One. <laughs> uh, let's see this weekend. I mean, look, the Seahawks are probably going to get their ass absolutely dominated by the Niners, but you never know. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they win a game or something. But either way, get out there, get the Christmas shopping, uh, get your stuff ordered. And then, uh, yeah, man, Christmas will be here before you know it. So get it going. All right. For MCTP, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.